Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch, and the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. <laughs> You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, here we go. Live in Los Angeles, it's The Herd. Wherever you may be, however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. I had so many things going on today. I'm supposed to go to the dentist. I have to give blood. J-Mac, I got a lot of stuff going on. I got to take care of uh, numero uno here, babe. Yeah. Wow, that's the dentist. That is not good, buddy. What are you doing, once a year? Four times a year. <laughs> got to get cleaning. Four times a year you're getting your teeth cleaned? Yeah. Well, I know what to get you for your birthday. I was just going to get you some fresh NFL cakes. But now I'm going to get you some floss. Clearly. <laughs> Keep you out of the dentist. Is that too many times, Ryan? Am I weird? The staff Four makes fun of me. Well, I, I'm on television. You should have your teeth should be straight. Well, how about just brush them every night? I draw, brush them three times a day. Morning. What about t- uh, the, those uh, crest white strips? Do you use those? No. I I I, I gargle or something coffee without what? You drink? I I drink uh, of first of all my no, body ticking time bomb. I drink like six of these a day, so I I don't even care about studies. Wine's good for you. Wine's <laughs> bad for you. Coffee's good for you. Coffee's bad. About, I work out every day. First, I enjoy life. I don't care. First hour, I love the numbers. Second hour, I don't care about the studies. <laughs> Come on, bro. Where are? What are we doing here? Okay, so I just want to do this before we get to Daryl Moose Johnson. Okay, who now is running? USFL and XFL merged. I have gone to Fox. I would like to be an investor in this spring football league. They just stiff arm me. But I'm going to bring on Moose because I want to talk Cowboys too. So let's go to the AFC playoff bracket. Mahomes, by the way, just announced would not play this week. They're locked into a playoff spot, so whatever. So, okay, here's the AFC. As of today, these would be the playoffs. Now, things can move around. So who would you take? Indy at Miami, who would you take? Whoopsie Daisy, I'm going Dolphins for sure. Yeah, same here. I just think Indianapolis is a great story. I don't think they're good enough to go to Miami against that offense. Uh, I would take Miami. Uh, Kansas City, Mahomes rested against Buffalo. Attack Kansas City. I'm going Buffalo. Buffalo owns them in KC, so I'm going Buffalo. Yeah, I also think Buffalo, the emer- it's the best their own line's been since Mc- uh, McDermott's been there, in my opinion. Also, I think their running game this year with Cook is something. So I'm going to take Buffalo to beat Kansas City. Even Brady's teams had some, you know, they had a 10-year stretch. They didn't get the Super Bowls or at least win them yeah. and win trophies. Uh, okay, the next one is, this is interesting. Jacksonville's been reeling for like a month uh, versus Cleveland. It's at Jacksonville. I'm taking Cleveland. That's a layup. you got to go Joe Flack. January Joe Flack. Come i got to tell you something. It's one of the great stories that Baker and Deshaun had so much pressure around them. It was such a pressurized organization. Flacco goes there with nothing to lose. Having the time of his life, I would want no part of Cleveland. 
They are playing totally with house money. And I think Stefanski is such a good coach. Four quarterbacks this year. That's insane. He's a coach of the year. Yeah, he is. He's he's terrific. We know we've never had him on this show, and Cleveland doesn't like me. But I'm going to tell you something. Stefanski, I think, is a brilliant guy. I really like him a lot. I, and Jacksonville is just leaking oil badly right now. I don't know what's going on because I like so much of their team. They're, I just don't understand it. Okay, let's do NFC real quick. Um, uh, Dallas is hosting the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay is a really fun young team, but they're not going to Dallas and winning that game. No way. You see you got Cowboys there? First of all, Dallas's offense at home, the data tells you against that Green Bay defense, they're dropping 40. That is just, that. that is the kind of team, what, what are you looking at? I'm taking the points with the Packers and money line. Give me LaFleur over McCarthy. No. And I know I'm not a Jordan Love guy. I think they can, like you said, house money. They Their whole early. team is 24 years old. And? And you're going to go to Dallas? You, I'm just telling you right now, McCarthy is getting nervous. When you start seeing the Dallas media <laughs> putting out all these awesome accolades for McCarthy, they hear it. Okay, Detroit hosting the Rams. I, I got to take Detroit. I think the Rams are a great story. They have one elite, well, they have two elite defensive players. Ernest Jones, the linebacker, and Aaron Donald. So the middle of their defense pretty good. But boy, they got kids. And I love... Detroit offensively can play with power. They're twitchy. They can beat you over the top. I love Detroit's front office. I'm taking Detroit. And give me the Rams as long as everything goes well this week against the Niners. No injuries to Kyron, Cooper. You're going to take them to go in Detroit and win. Yeah. Matt Stafford goes home. Homecoming and just... Wow. That's going to be one of the best first round games ever. Yeah. No, no. The story... That is a... That is an unbelievable NFC first round playoff game. That is unbelievable. Uh, Tampa hosting Philadelphia. I... I gotta take the Eagles here. You too. Yeah. Uh, come on, Tam. I, first of all, I don't even think Tampa's gonna get in. I have a feeling they're going down this weekend. I would go Eagles here. Though. All right. So you and I disagree strongly on Dallas Green Bay. Wow. Yeah, and it's weird. I know the Packers fans hate me because of the Jordan Love stuff. I'm just telling you this: that Packers team, like Dallas right now, Colin. I know they were hot early and crushing people. Have, when was the last time they looked really good? A Seattle, they struggled. Man. They gave up 34 points to Geno Smith, or was it 37? I don't know. A lot of points. They couldn't 30. stop Geno Smith. Well, let's bring on Daryl Moose Johnson. Three rings, two Pro Bowls. Yeah, it is, you know, it's funny. When you live in Dallas, <laughs> you're in the belly of that thing, and we're on the outside, and we see chaos. We're like, they're not playing well. McCarthy's getting heat. But when you're in Dallas, what is the temperament about what the Cowboys are most today? I think it's all good. I, I think there's Jeff, genuinely uh, definite concern about going on the road in the playoffs. I, th I think that that's the big trepidation right now. But as, as long as they can play at home, uh, I, I think they're good. Um, you know, I, I agree. I, you're trying to think back, you know, when – when was the last time that they, they really looked good against uh, a quality opponent? So I think that that's, that's one of their bigger challenges sure. and very, you know, very similar to a lot of the teams we're talking about. Um, you know, everybody's had that little bump during the course of the season. There's nobody that's had smooth sailing this year, not even the 49ers when they had that three-game losing streak. So I think it's going to be really interesting getting into the playoffs. I think what we've seen the last couple of years is who is that team that's playing the best football as they're coming in? I, yeah. I think we've got another season of that. Is there anybody that can peak? And, you know, potentially the Cleveland Browns, as you guys touched yep. on. Yep, yeah. So, you know, your Cowboy teams were unique. You could play with power. Um, you could play with finesse. You could beat people over the top. You could win situationally with Jimmy and Troy. That's rare. So you had the Eagles last week um, <laughs> blowing a 15-point game, which when you look at their O-line and their ability to control time of possession, it's inexplicable. Um, my take on Philadelphia Moose has been they don't know what they are. And even if you're a flawed team, if you know what you are, it just, you know, you know in these close games, uh, Michigan football, they know what they are. They're going to lean on that run game, right? And I, I look at Philadelphia, and you had the game. What are they offensively? Explain what you would do and what you see with them, because they had that game wrapped up, and all of a sudden they didn't. Well, I think the big thing is is one of the areas that they've talked about that's different from last year is is getting out to that that big lead and then allowing the defense to kind of control the game, let the pass rush get after the quarterback. They were in a perfect situation last week to do that at, at 21-6 at halftime, and they didn't do it. And I think you make a great point. I, I don't think they know 
what their identity is this season because they're trying to be what they were last season, yeah. and, and they don't have the ability to do that. I don't think we've appreciated the loss of Shane Steichen and Jonathan Gannon enough, and, and I, I, we got a little bit of that feel this week because Jonathan Gannon came back, and you heard some of the defensive players kind of talk about him in a very, very positive light. And, and I'm not being critical of Sean Desai or Matt Patricia, but when your head coach or your, your defensive coordinator has a connection to all the guys and, and, and they kind of they play a different style of football, it's an, it's an elevated pace, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, it, it, you know it's, it's a Butch Davis type you know, coach yeah. you know, that kind of motivates you and you know, very rah-rah. And you know, I, I just think that they're struggling to adjust to the new dynamics of Brian Johnson as the offensive coordinator um, and, and Matt Patricia now as their defensive coordinator. Yeah. So um, you had the Lions, you have the Lions this week. Vikings need a win to help get in order a wild card berth. And I, I think Minnesota has been a great story. I'm not sure they're a great team. Um, they're on multiple quarterbacks, but Detroit's fascinating. Usually, when you have a really good team that wins a division, the quarterback or the coach of the story. I think their front office is arguably the story. I just think they've drafted so well. Big risks on linebackers, tight ends, running backs early, and they've all hit. Um, I thought they were, I honestly thought when Dallas lost to Miami, I still like Dallas more. When Detroit lost to Dallas, I still like Detroit more. I, I think they beat the Rams. I think they're deep. I think they're physical. I think they're twitchy. Um, what did you make of the Dallas-Detroit game? When you lose games and you think you're the better team, does it affect you going forward? Because they are a young team, Detroit, in spots. I think they have to be very careful this week. Um, or not this week, but when they get into the playoffs. I, I, I read that quote uh, from some of the guys, you know, we can't wait to to see Dallas in the playoffs. They've already got it mapped out how it's going to yeah. happen. Um, you know, with with the two and the three playing, uh, we did that back in 1991 against Detroit. They beat us up pretty good at Texas Stadium, and we beat Chicago in the wild card round, and we got Detroit in the divisional round, and and we were a little bit revenge motivated. And they beat us. <laughs> they beat us worse uh, up, at, uh, up in Pontiac than they did during the course of the regular season. So, just be careful about that revenge factor as motivation. Um, understand why you didn't win the game against Dallas, and you can go into the whole two point play and it, it was stolen from us. Whatever you want to think, there's every everybody that that's speaking to the press right now, players, coaches alike, are talking about the things away from the two-point play, that if they would have done better, they would have been able to win that game. So that needs to remain the focus. You, you don't want to get too tilted towards that revenge component because that's never a great motivating factor. So I, that would be my one concern right now is a couple of the guys, you know, Aiden Hutchinson coming out and saying, uh, you know, a little bit can't wait to get back to him. It doesn't matter what happened in the regular season. We'll get him in the postseason. We'll, you know, kind of that, that you know, we, we, were, we, we were at a game taken from us and we're going to get revenge on these guys. No, that's, that's not the right way to motivate yourself. You know, the, the fact is you're, you're North Division champions for the first time in 30 years. You're into the playoffs. You're hosting a whole playoff game. Stay with all the positives that you've accomplished this year and, and why you are. Just the things that you talked about. You're physical up front. You're explosive down the field. You're powerful. You're twitchy. All the things that you talked about, that's what you need to start talking about as you're getting ready for the playoffs. All right, there's the rest versus rust theory. Now, Christian McCaffrey, give him the week off. He's dinged up. But what is your sort of take on Baltimore, San Francisco? Uh, Mahomes is resting this week. Your, take your history. Did you like a week off or did you want to play? If you're hot, did you just want to keep getting out there? I think there's young teams in the league like Detroit. I would play my starters. Old teams like San Francisco, I'd probably rest some guys. What's your take on that? Yeah, I think it's it's, it's an individual basis, and, and Jimmy was, was really good with that. Um, obviously, you're going to sit down the guys. If, if you have an injury... In, in in week 18 and then you're missing somebody for the playoffs i mean it, it's it's going to be devastating um so you know be selective in that um you know troy michael and emmett didn't play you know if, if we had everything kind of sewed up and we couldn't improve our playoff positioning there was no reason for them to play but a lot of the other guys played um you know our offensive line played uh you know i played through the game jay novacek played through the game our defense was pretty much out there in, in, in full go uh, so I, I think that there is value in continuing to play at a high level. And, and I think we saw that, you know, a number of years when 
when that wild card team gets hot, you know, towards the end of the season because they've been in playoff mode for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks just to get into the playoffs and they're playing their best football and they don't want that week off. They want to continue to play and stay on that role. Um, I mean, you look at what the Giants did with Eli Manning. I mean, on two occasions, got into the playoffs and, and, and were playing their best football coming in and then rolled through the playoffs. So I, I think there is value uh, in continuing to have your guys go out there and play and execute at game speed, but you also have to be smart with a Patrick Mahomes, um, you know, with a Christian McCaffrey, you know, the key guys on your team that you can't afford to lose or carrying a little bit of an injury, you know, throughout the course of the season, and, and it just gives them a little bit of extra time to get healthy. Well, oh, this weekend, it was probably done weeks ago, the USFL and XFL merged. Uh, you were the president of ops for USFL. I have been a huge believer in three things over the last 15 years. The MLS, it's grown. The UFC, 20 years ago, when they were throwing it off cable, and spring football. So I've been right on two of them. <laughs> I am convinced <laughs> spring football with legalized gambling and our addiction to these urgent sports where there's just limited number of games. Uh, I'm, I would invest in this tomorrow if I could. I think it's going to work. I think because of COVID, we've had disruptions. Your sort of take on the UFL, the merging of it, you'll work for that operation as well. Uh, your take on spring football. I agree with you. Uh, that's why I continue to be involved in it. Um, you know, for me, it's it's having the opportunity to change the trajectory of a young man's life. I mean, there's there's great football players out there, and, yep. and whether it's timing or circumstance, whatever the reasons are, you know, they didn't get the opportunity to to get to the NFL and and to be able to give them that other chance and and really kind of help them find out the reasons why they didn't stay in the NFL and help correct them. And a lot of times. It's not football oriented. It's it, preparation, accountability, being a pro at everything you do. I mean, those are the elite of the elite when you get up to the NFL yep. level. And you've got to be good at everything. And I think a lot of times we see guys who are really, really talented football players and they're not staying at the NFL. They'll get a tryout and they might get into camp and maybe get on the practice roster, but they're not staying there for two years, three years, four years. And why is that? And we get around them on the day-to-day -day basis, and you start to see some of the behavioral things. And, and, and we can help them there as well. Yep. So, uh, you know, that, that's, that's the big thing for me. And, and this time around, I hope you're right, Colin. I hope you're going to go three for three on this one. Uh, because for me, it was going to be who's going to be the last league standing. Yeah. And I think the NFL was going to kind of stay on the sidelines a little bit and, and figure out, is it going to be the USFL? Is it going to be the XFL? The fact that we've done the merger now and we've kind of accelerated that process, I, I hope that we can really start to have meaningful conversations with the NFL because I truly believe when you look at the offensive line, you look at the quarterback play, Cleveland's on their fourth. They go to Joe Flacco. Jaron Hall gets an opportunity as a fifth-round draft pick in Minnesota. He, he doesn't really – have the success that you would hope. Nick Mullins, you know, he's got great potential, but he's he's throwing the ball all over the field. There's interceptions. So getting those types of players down into our league and allowing them to, to see the game at game speed. It's not the NFL game speed, but it's better than practices. It's better than a joint practice. And I had multiple coaches throughout the course of my travels this year uh, doing the broadcasting for the NFL season that, that understand it as well. And they've yeah. come up to me and said, hey, listen, you know, you guys got to you got to get this thing to the uh, to the finish line because we really need that that ability to either pull players from your league or send players down to, to continue to grow and develop. Um, and, and one of the great guys, you know, Evan Neal. Seventh round pick overall. Why is he struggling in the NFL? And I'm not saying that's the type of guy that would come into the UFL, but it shows you that even from a program like Alabama and a guy as talented as Evan Neal, making that jump to the NFL is extremely challenging. And anything you can do yeah. to give a player more time at task, more attention to detail, to work on the finer points of the game. And, and I think that that's where the lack of time on the practice field, in the meeting rooms, from the college level to the professional level we've seen over the last 10 to 15 years, that's where it's had the impact, is on that attention to detail and the time on task for these guys to really grow and develop and become master their, masters of their craft at certain positions. Moose, great seeing you as always. Appreciate it, man. You got it. Happy New Year, Colin. Uh, same to you. Yeah, people forget, um, if you go look at the history of the UFC, very bumpy. It took them a long time. The Fertitta family... You know, you had uh, politicians trying to throw them off cable. Uh, you, this this stuff is not just, it's hard. You got the NFL, baseball, basketball, 
labyrinth of college sports, which other countries don't have, UFC is the one sports you know, league, for lack of a better term, over my lifetime that has exploded onto the scene. Now, women's basketball is more popular now than 20 years ago, but I mean a new sport emerging. Spring football, to me, is going to work. You've got gambling, you've got football, you've got scarcity, you've got urgency, you've got once a week. It's a dead time of the year. NFL free agency talk. There's not much going on in March. You know, April. I, we look forward to March Madness and the draft. You know, and, that, and that's mostly, you know, four days and a couple weekends. So I think it's going to work. I got to tell you, that Monday, that Monday spectacular we had with those three great quarterbacks uh, and four great programs, it's still resonating with me. I went to bed last night at 8. I was emotionally yeah. so – I went and watched – kind of. I went and watched Washington, Texas. Went and watched long – I went YouTubed it, and I watched it over and over and read five articles. What – um, what a wild Monday we had. Yeah, I, I was more breaking down the Michigan stop of Alabama because, you know, I was loaded up on Michigan big time. And it just, like, you weren't with me watching the game, obviously, but I was, you know what it's like watching a football game, right? Well, if you've got, you know, some, on some cheddar on the line, like, you get excited. And I was, I just, not quite goosebumps, oh, but yes. it reminded me of, remember when Trevor Lawrence was facing Ohio State and he broke off that, like, 70-yard touchdown run in that game? Yeah. Totally flipped it. That was another one of those moments where I just went crazy. I like, college it. football. Sports is a awesome. great place, great business to work in or just to watch. This year, keep your family safer than ever. Make that resolve with Simply Safe. Trust them in my home. New system, fast protect plan. Right now, 20% off. SimplySafeColin.com. No safe like Simply Safe. All right. Great parlay for you this weekend. Thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users. The code is heard. That's me, H E R D, when you download the app. And that takes two minutes. All right, my parlay pick of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. Texans at the Colt. Texans minus one. I think they're the better team, better quarterback. I'm going to take the Texans like I did last week to win straight out. Bears at the Packers. Green Bay minus three. I know Eber, Flus, and Justin Fields feel like they're playing for their job, but Green Bay's dominated the series. Better coach, better offense. I take the Packers to win about 27-20. Bills minus three at Miami. I like Buffalo. Dolphins without Nick Chubb, no pass rush. Buffalo wins by a touchdown. Want to take the herd parlay? H-E-R-D parlay? Check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, code is herd when you download the app. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this episode brought to you by 20th century studios kingdom of the planet of the apes director wes ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species as a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo Tires. 
Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, welcome back. By the way, the NFL fined David Tepper, the billionaire owner of the Carolina Panthers, fined him three hundred grand for tossing uh, uh, some drink, some water drink or whatever it was, on a fan. Um, it, it's amazing to me. Why would any legitimate head coaching candidate go to Carolina? Does David Tepper have any self-awareness? I mean, Dan Snyder at the end in Washington, last 10 years. You're not getting the best candidates. Arizona, there's a reason. They settle. Uh, There's three current openings in the NFL and nine possible openings. Carolina is number nine. Awful roster, frightening owner, poor draft capital, and a quarterback that nobody believes in. I still think Bryce Young has some talent. But, I mean, I don't know what Carolina's sales pitch is. Hey, our division's awful. Uh, This turnstile approach to ownership and head coaching does not work. Now, I'm not saying you have to be as loyal as, you know, like the Steelers, although it's redeemable and admirable, and they've had, you know, Chuck Knoll, Bill Cowher, Mike Tomlin, all way above average. The Philadelphia Eagles have done some movement, but even then, Andy Reid was there 14 years, Doug Peterson mostly five, Chip Kelly was given three. Uh, I thought they moved off him too quick, but he had some issues with the GM, Chip. There was some conflict of personality. It happens. But, I mean, Philadelphia gave Andy Reid, you know, a decade and a half. So this is why I I say this. Your job is as good as the candidates that apply. At Fox, we poach great candidates from other really good networks. That's why we have a lot of Emmys and what. We have really good candidates apply. Sometimes behind the scenes, we don't hire other companies' top people want out. You're as good a job as the candidates you apply, that, that, that will apply. What good candidate would take Carolina? No, thank you. I mean, I, Washington's got new owners. I kind of like their roster. I'd consider it. If they call Belichick, I'd take it. Big check, good roster. Uh, massive cap space, I'd take that. And you look at Washington is a bit of a mess. Washington is the rich Carlton. (laughs) Carolina is, you know, a motel in a bad part of town on the freeway. Like, stay away. So I, I, that's why I say, my rule is always, I always think, what if I would never own an NFL team? But if I owned an NFL team and I was questioning my coach, the Jets and the Bears, both their coaches, Robert Sala, Matt Eberflus, and I have my misgivings about both, but they're both with their side of the ball. You can, you can complain about a coach, but if Brandon Staley got fired because his defense as a defensive coach regressed, Ron Rivera in Washington, the defense is worse as a defensive coach since he arrived. Uh, I would say Arthur Smith in Atlanta. Their their offense is like, they got weapons. They have a good old line. It's like 25th, 26th. That's not good enough. But if your coach is doing a really good job on his side of the ball, that's why the Bears and the Jets, I would probably hang tight for another year. And I'm not sure it's going to work. But Salah's good with passion and defense. Motivation and defense. Doesn't know offense. Nearly as well as the offensive guys, why would he? But, I mean, Carolina, this is... What candidate would give their career to this organization? You'd be nuts. Fire your agent if he even offers it. Uh, J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news! This is the Herdline News. I hear what you're saying on Tepper and Carolina and run away, but I, I wanted to look up the exact quote from Warren Buffett. Um... To be fearful when others are greedy, and greedy when others are fearful. So, nobody wants this job. Everybody's running away. There, I'll you, take it. Did you see the other this Warren great, Buffett great, comment, quote? He's had a lot of them, yeah. Yeah. 
Never go to a football team with a lousy quarterback. <laughs> Although I do think Bryce Young has talent. I mean, uh, again, I, I know... They don't, their quarterback situation, there's not a lot of belief. So you have to get a coach that buys into Bryce Young. And he's going to look at that tape and go, I don't know. Yeah. So you're going into uh, buying a number one pick at the bottom of his value. He's not even anything. He's terrible. And you're going to an owner who basically has to be hands-off and fix things now. Like, this is a great opportunity for someone. Risky, major risk, but I think... Oh, yeah. just not... Tell me one thing about Carolina you like more than Washington. One thing. Roster, cap space, owner... That, that nobody else wants the job. I'm, you're not competing with anyone. Well, like, Eric Bieniemy has never had a job, a chance to be a head coach. If Tepper goes to him, the enemy, yeah, well, sure. What nobody else is giving well, me a Well, Washington job. may. I don't think it's a bad idea to give Washington uh, Eric Bieniemy the job. What has he shown you with Sam Howell? Well, Sam Howell hasn't done anything. Well, Sam Howell's arguably a backup. Well, they went into the season looking at him and saying, "Hey, Sam Howell's our guy," just like I, Desmond Ritter. I would consider Bieniemy strongly. Right side of the ball has Super Bowl cachet. Played the game. Players respect that. He's tough on people too. He's not a he's not a fanboy. The enemy's tough on people. Yeah, I know people are going to hate that take on Tepper. I, I think there's an opportunity here for somebody to get a chance that may not otherwise get one. All if right, I came to, to you and said, "Yeah, it was this broadcasting company guy who owns it's nuts. There's no talent in the building. You interested? Well, a couple questions. Can I ask a couple questions? Yeah, a couple questions. Where, where do I get to live? How long is a contract? And how much? I would at least entertain it. I mean, I know you're sad that I might leave, but no, I, mean, I, I got to at least hear what's out well, there. Well, if you'd consider it, I'm not sure I'm sad. <laughs> no, I, mean, I always say, on. you always take a call. Not really. I don't always take a call. My my dentist just canceled on me, so I took that call. <laughs> Is that real? Yeah. He was watching the show. <laughs> you don't always uh, you don't always take a call. There are some. You know, when I one time I went to the Chargers and they let me into their draft room on draft day. Oh damn! Oh, that, it was so much fun. Jeez, it was great. Exciting. It's one of the great. Days of my life. Okay. And uh, birth of my kids and Chargers draft. Chargers draft. <laughs> and wedding day, and Okay, so. <laughs> but one of the things you notice is there. everybody has this in their draft room. There's all these talented yeah. players, and they're in red, undraftable. Mm. Injuries, ego, uh, discipline whatever, issues. There are guys you take off your draft board. And there are jobs. If you're seeking them in America, there are jobs you don't call. If you got crazy ownership and you don't have funding, don't go. Why put yourself in a horrible position? You want to put yourself in a position to potentially succeed. Doesn't mean you will. Hmm. You, nobody's going to succeed in Carolina. Not right Nobody. now. With, not with that owner. We thought Frank Reich was going to do it. Was, was I know. Everybody, not just us. Everybody out there. No, no, Frank but there's Reich, new data. I thought he was crazy right. on Matt Rule, but I thought he learned his lesson. Now I've got new data. Rule and right get fired. Like, okay, new data. I'm out. You know, people bang on Jerry Jones. He gave Jason Garrett two more years than people wanted. He's given McCarthy another year. Jay Jerry Jones has been not Steeler patient, but he's been patient. Yeah, listen, some people gave me a heads up before, you know, when you called me, J-Mac, can you yeah. come to the show? I was like, hey, hi. Let me talk to some people. They said, be careful with Cowherd. I was like, I got this, folks. It's going to be fine. All right, let's get started with Sean McVay and the Rams. Um, what an incredible season for, for the Rams. They were 5-12 and last year. Uh, now they're a wild-card team, and they're a dangerous one. Now, yep. McVay contemplated retirement, remember, uh, last offseason. Yep. Monday, he confirmed that he'll be back for the 2024 season, looking to become the franchise leader in wins uh, by a head coach with the Rams. John Robinson, 75. McVay at 69. You know, everybody's got a secret sauce as a coach and Shanahan is the scheme genius McVeigh is the culture building genius people that have spent time with Sean that I know and I know a lot of people that know Sean say he is he walks into a room and his energy and optimism and his ability to motivate is second to none he is such a positive, influential person. He is so good. If you go to this Rams team, first of all, look at, you know, Belichick is seen as sort of negative and a downer. McVay's the opposite. Look at how good his assistants do. Look at what he did, the whole team this year, to this offensive line. I got, I'm going to tell you something. They are playing so, what is, what is the Rams PFF offensive line rank? Their run game right now with Kyron Williams is really substantial. Like, it could it could go on the road and beat Detroit. I wouldn't take it to. I'm telling you, there's not five people in this world that could have figured out. What is it? That's amazing. 
Their old line right now is ranked 11th. It last year was arguably the worst in the league. And they just, and he went out and they drafted a guard, a rookie yeah. from TCU. They went and got dots and less need, great move. Now it's a top 10, 11 0 line. That's a smart offensive. And they have moved people all, have had injuries this year. I'm looking at their their draft was pretty incredible when you when you look at it despite the Stetson Bennett with yeah, yeah, the Puka yeah. Nakua thing was incredible and no, Kyron Williams two years ago no I their their first three picks pick. their first three picks ace and then in the fifth round they got three guys that can play uh, all right let's go to the Lions they had that controversial loss to the Cowboys on Saturday uh, Dan Campbell does not want to dwell on the outcome and even sees it as a positive going forward. We walked away, packed our bags, and left. This one, we got a taste of what that's like, but we still got a chance. You know, we hadn't even started the tournament. So this is, I think it's a blessing. We were in it. We were in a tight tight game. Had a chance to win it. We weren't able to. And so now you you know what that's like. You know what that feels like. And uh, you can't let that opportunity slip, man. We're on a mission, and uh, we're not going to... uh, we're not going to feel sorry for ourselves and Walter and everything. We had plays to make. We didn't make them. And uh, it's a tight game, a good opponent, playoff-type atmosphere, and you got to make that that one extra play that we didn't. And uh, so we will use this as fuel. i got pure octane right now. I woke up. I'm ready. <laughs> so we're moving forward. I think he's the most likable coach I've ever yeah. seen in my life. If, you, I, if, if there's rankings, one guy to have a beer with in the league, that was just gonna say Dan Campbell's a guy. What who about have a beer. duck hunting? Like I, that would. Well, I don't hunt, but I I tell you something, I'd probably go with him. Yeah, he looks like a dude who just I, knows a bunch of stuff. I mean, he could be a big bully. I mean, the guy is literally is a building. He's, he's a, a refrigerator. Tight end, right? I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and but I mean, he and Mike McDaniel physically are the opposites, and those two guys. I if you could say. I want to go have dinner and a glass of wine with a coach and pick his brain. Mike McDaniel. I want to go have a beer and laugh and just cut it up. Yeah. Dan Campbell. Um, ask, ask for what he's saying, though, Colin. I know if you have, like, a rough show, it's not your best effort. Yeah. It festers for days. There's no way on earth Dan Campbell and the Lions have buried this loss to the I Cowboys. think they have. No way. I, I, unbe- I, refuse I to think in that. football you no have chance. to. Well, you, you want to, but... Do we, like, actually moving on from it? That's going to take a little while, First man. of all, they know in their hearts they won that game. Yeah, and it was robbed. It was taken well, from the Well, but again, so you can't... A football coach told me years ago, don't lose twice in the same game. you got to have a short memory. Quarterbacks, coaches preach it all the time. Bad pick, get over it. Next play. Okay. How many you got to get over it. How many guys in that locker room think... Damn, after they took it away from us, why don't we just kick the extra point and play for overtime? How many do you think thought that way and questioned no, their coach? pro athletes don't think like that. Pro athletes are aggressive. They want to go for it, always. I don't know. They are, pro you athletes are... back from the from the, what, the three to the seven or the eight, whatever it was. Like That's not an easy two-point conversion. I, when's the last time they took a shot of a sideline of players during a game in a fourth down and they're all going, kick no, it. Yeah. They're all going, they, they go think for that. it. They think that. I don't know. They Athletes are like, when you play as hard as athletes do, when you train for three hours and it comes down to a play, no, very few athletes are like, let's take the passive approach. They don't want to go to overtime. They want to finish the game off. And they all have to be a pro athlete. You have to have unbelievable self-belief. So those Detroit guys, and by the way, Detroit's a better team and with a better roster than Dallas. So those guys are like, let's go for it. I wouldn't have. But again, I'm not playing. I can. I'm thirty thousand feet above. I'm on a, watching on TV. All right. Final story is JJ uh, McCarthy, Michigan quarterback, now twenty six and one as a starter over three seasons. You love a good quarterback win stat. Twenty six and one, Colin, including that amazing come from behind win over Alabama with that clutch fourth quarter drive in the final four minutes. Here's the Jim Harbaugh bold statement about his quarterback. Now, I've said it before, but this is right here. This is. This is the greatest quarterback in University of Michigan football, college football history. Uh, got a long way to go to get to to, to uh, get where Tom Brady eventually got to, uh, which is the goat. I mean, he's he's lapped the field when it comes to that. But uh, in a college career, uh, there's been nobody at Michigan better than than JJ. I love Harbaugh. Tom Brady agrees, by the way. Tom Brady, remember, famously went into Michigan and was like sixth on the depth chart as a freshman. I mean, listen, I know people are not are out on McCarthy. The stats are pedestrian. Talk to your NFL guys, Colin. The guy, I mean, they, I they did like this, this dude a lot. No, they don't. Oh. My guys don't.
Interesting. My guys in the NFL don't They're like out him. on McCarthy. I'm just, I don't see what you see. I don't <laughs> see it. I think he's got a great O-line, a great coach, a great run game. Ham and Egger. I mean, just, you didn't have to do much. Penix also has a good O-line. Watch Penix throw the ball. Well, come on. Nobody's saying he's Penix. Uh, you had him in the top ten. That, that, different. That's totally different. I'm just telling you, my Penix, sources in the NFL like, are not McCarthy guys. The reason Penix would drop is his age, which is silly, his ACLs, which could be real, and then the wonky sideline, no, the side delivery. Philip Rivers had the goofiest yeah. delivery ever. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. I Again, I like McCarthy a lot, and the guys I talk to say McCarthy has the tools to be a big-time I, I, NFL I'm going to tell you something. I'm Caleb One. I'm not so sure Penix is at my two. I haven't seen enough of Drake May to have a strong opinion. I mean, I've watched, like everybody else, I've watched North Carolina games occasionally on TV, but I don't have a lot of connections. Um, I like Bo Nix. I, I think he's Drew Brees with mobility. I don't think he's quite that accurate. Are you Nix over McCarthy? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm Penix over McCarthy. And I'm not anti-JJ. I just, there's always a quarterback that everybody, like Zach Wilson, I didn't get. Jamarcus Russell, Tebow, Johnny Manziel. There's a lot of guys in the yeah. first round I don't see, but, but it should be noted. I thought Sam Darnold was going to be great, yeah, and he wasn't. So it's I, everybody misses. We know famously tough to predict. I don't think anyone had C.J. Stroud having this nobody. Kind of did. I know somebody that loved him, and they're like, yeah, I didn't think he was this good. Nobody had Brock Purdy being in the MVP discussion. Yeah, I, in week I don't 15. worry about being right. Uh, it, well, my point being is. My NFL guys are not like, uh, they're looking at Michigan's O-line, personnel, 18 pros, run game, coaching okay. style, and they think there's some elevation. Now, does he move well? Does yes. he process well? You looked him in, uh, watch him in that pocket against Alabama. A lot He's of going balls batted reads. down. He did have some balls batted down. Obviously not great. First throw was uh, frightening. <laughs> yes, it was awful. <laughs> Very regrettable. That's a really good football team. I, and I don't want to go to the mattresses for a guy that I barely know, but I also saw him doing some grounding before the game at the Rose Bowl. Did you see that? You know a grounding is right you take off your shoes and socks and then get one with the earth and just do you do that ever i don't do that but i'm not discounting it very cool thing to do Do i wish i knew about it when i was 22 do you ground now i i do yeah not every day but i try to i go to a hookah bar solves all my problems (laughs) jay mack in the news (laughs) well that's the news and thanks for stopping by the herd lie news grounding hookah you know i take my socks off when i go to the hookah bar from the versatile EQB to the sublime EQS sedan, Mercedes-Benz makes electric extraordinary. The vehicle's all electric. The feeling's all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. Learn more at MBUSA.com slash EQ. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 gamblernet In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. 
As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Saturday on Fox, the biggest games are on Fox Primetime Hoops. Bruce Thornton leads Ohio State in a Big Ten class with Indiana. It all tips off Saturday at 7.30 Eastern on Fox. I read a headline today by a columnist in Texas. The Texas Longhorns now have a major problem at quarterback, and his last name is Manning. It's hard to envision a scenario where Quinn Ewers is the starting quarterback next year. All right, first of all, Texas will go buy a quarterback if Arch Manning doesn't work out and Quinn Ewers transfers. They have the biggest collective NIL in the country, and Sark's a very good coach offensively. So the politics of it, yes, it's sticky. Uh, but college quarterback dilemmas have always been around. So there's a term used in the industry. The college football industry. When you have, um, when you're talking college quarterbacks and their dads, most are overbearing. There's a term called, oh, his dad is that guy. About three out of four college quarterbacks, their dad is that guy. Um, Arch Manning, the Texas quarterback, that's not his dad. I've known the Mannings. For a long time, I've known Archie and Cooper and Eli. I don't know Peyton terribly well, but that's not the kind of family there are. They're not demanding to Sark, Arch needs to play. Quinn Ewers right now is a better quarterback. Quinn Ewers would get drafted, my guess, second round. He's a good quarterback. He reminds me of Jay Cutler out of college. So the good news for Texas, you'd really have a problem if uh, Arch Manning, the young quarterback's dad, was that guy. He's not. The Manning family is successful, wealthy, and they're intimidating to a lot of people in football. So if you recruit Arch Manning, there are a lot of people that are going to be like, I'm getting out of here. But the truth is, Quinn Ewers should stay. He'll probably, at this point, beat out Arch Manning, and Texas will be really good. Um, Arch Manning's going to start. I think he's somebody that will redshirt, back up, start for a couple years. I think he can play. Some question that. Small school, blah, blah, blah. My guess is he can play. Uh, he talked about being a backup when you were the number one rated high school phenom quarterback. There were a lot of tough days. I'm not going to lie. I, like I said, I was I was never a backup in high school. So some days it's it's tough. I mean, there's hard workouts, hard practices. They expect a lot out of you. Um, but I'm glad I, I went through that. Yeah, it, it takes some time, but um, I think uh, it, it'll be worth it one day. In any business, if you have a surplus of talent, you're not staring at a major problem. Ohio State lost a quarterback, Kyle McCord. They don't have one. That's a problem as of today. Texas has two really good quarterbacks. Actually, they got another kid in the program pretty good. So Arch Manning can spin it, and, and, and Quinn Ewers, I think it's really, we both said this, panics overshadowed him, but Quinn Ewers is an NFL quarterback talent. So I think they'll figure it out. I think Texas football is a lot of politics. They've got the most money of all the college football programs in the country. The richest donors 
are Texas football donors, richer than Ohio State. In the South, you know, Alabama's got car dealers. Uh, we're talking here billion-dollar tech people, billion-dollar oil, land. It's, it's big money. And it's political. They get rid of coaches. They're, they're, Texas football is hard to manage. They have what many considers the best athletic director in the country, uh, one of the richer uh, fan bases, Austin, Texas. It's, it's, there's a lot of moving parts at Texas. They'll be fine. Sark's a good coach. I mean, Mac Brown was never thought of as, as the schematic guy. He was the gentleman of the South, and he won a national title, and Mac Brown's a legend. I think Sark's going to work. He's not engulfed by it. Politics are part of USC, Texas, Ohio State, Notre Dame. It's just, just the whole world we live in now with NIL. There was always politics between quarterback, dad, and coach. Now you throw in NIL money, there's more politics. If you take the Texas job, you just got to come to terms with it. It's going to be politics. It's going to be donors you got to take care of. It's going to be a quarterback, dad, that guy. You're going to have two five-star All-American quarterbacks. Thank goodness the Manning family has never been heavy-handed. Thank goodness. It's, this thing is, Quinn Ewers is good, Arch Manning's talented, the Manning family's not that guy, you're fine. This is, this is bumpy turbulence here. We got this, it, it'll work itself out. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.